Welcome to Mind the Words, where we break down alternate streams of income so you could make work an option and not a necessity. Today, we're just gonna throw some ideas out there off the top of your head. <laughs> yeah, just gonna wing it a little bit. I thought of something. All right. Where <clears throat> so I realized we're kind of in a rece- recession right now, right? And I realized listening to a podcast, they said people who wear makeup just a lot of people, no matter if it's a a downturn or not, there's always going to be people. Sephora is going to be packed. Right. Right. So thought of that. And I was like, yo, that's, I feel like that's so true. Like you never see Sephora not really packed. Like there's always an inflow. And then, um, so I feel like something that's market downturn resistant is manicures pedicures makeup and beauty yeah absolutely right it reminds me of matt d was taking care of a young guy i think he was in his 20s patient and he was leaving his yeah i think it was a pretty well well well-paid job to start his own makeup company for men i guess this market is growing I don't know. I haven't done research about it, but it does speak on to what speak on what you're saying. You're right. And it's one of those things that once you start, I don't think you really stop. (laughs) You know, it just keeps on going. It is recession proof. Definitely. I think with manicures and pedicures, people may try to do them themselves at some point, but the makeup, no. No, they have to buy that. <laughs> yeah, and people are stuck with their with their exact product they gotta use. You're right, exactly. So if, if a makeup company shuts down, dude, everybody's going to that company buying every last thing they got. You're right. And yeah. while they're buying that brand that they stick with and they know, they're also buying other things just to test, just to test it out, to see how how it looks, how it feels, if it does what their brand does. It's like it's pretty nuts. If if you can think it through, I know this is on the spot. How would you go into that market? Would you design your own? Would you white label it? How would you approach it? Definitely be white label. Okay. So meaning some manufacturer makes it, makes everybody's uh, product. So you go to all these different companies, they just have their label on it. It looks all the same thing. I I think that's probably the route that I would go if I would do that. Uh, But it's so out of my field that I know. I have no idea. If we we had time to look it up, I I figure the bigger brands or the well-known brands must have they must be doing something better aside from marketing maybe the quality is a little better than the pharmacy brand makeup it's quality it's it's also usually made in the same place for these makeup beauty stuff and creams and lotions and stuff it's all usually made in south korea okay yes i know south korea is big huge huge in that market so like i think like uh, some company you wouldn't even think of. What's a cell phone? I know a Mac. Cell phone company. It, it's not Samsung, but it's something as huge as Samsung that like has its own makeup factory and and everything. Wow. And it white labels uh, or private labels a bunch of products. Shoot, I it's like a really big Korean brand. Um, Got you. I can't remember it offhand, but it's as big as Samsung, and it's like. Nice known in that brand is known in america for like electronics 
but they're doing everything over there in Korea. Dude, I mean, crazy. you go after the money. And if you have a lot of capital, you could monopolize or hold a big section of the market, yeah. which is nice. Just no, looked at, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 go Just ahead. Just looked at the revenue of uh, Sephora. And I know Sephora is pretty big. Um, yeah. But they're taking in over a bill a year. Uh to look at a smaller company, I, I guess this is a smaller company. This is ranked a lot lower than Sephora, Clinique. Okay. Over a bill. Oh yeah, but Cl- at Clinique, I think they is like that you a said, big brand. It's huge. It's huge, oh, it's and, huge. I, and I think okay. they're probably making others for other companies too. You know, mm. I think it's one of those things. I'm not sure. I, like I said, I haven't done the research. But what about, look up Blue Mercury. I'm seeing this store all over the city. I don't know much about it, but it looks like they're doing makeup. I don't know if they're selling other brands makeup or it's their brand itself. So it's not exact. It's about 200 mil to 1 billion estimated. Oh, okay. Okay. It's uh, it's pretty I, crazy. Yeah. I know they have Ulta. There's, there's a lot of I guess people, a lot of people in the market know that there's so much money in it that they are starting to compete, I guess, but I don't think they're going to steal Sephora's reign, <laughs> to tell you the yeah. truth. They have, they have places like Ulta and stuff like that. Yeah. So if you want a recession-proof business, boom. There you go. Makeup, makeup and beauty and pedicure. Right. Pe- pedicures and manicures. You're Not right. saying to open a store. <laughs> but you could probably go house to house. Another idea is, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I got you. I'll go next. The other thing I was looking at was a a few more courses. Now, like all these like online education and courses by just people just popping up everywhere. So there's one, there's one um, uh, financial influencer family that I used to follow a lot. They're called uh, Our, Our Rich Journey. It's about this couple that like retired really early, like in their 30s, and they moved to Portugal. And now they have a course on like stock market investing, and they have a course on what to do to move to Portugal. So, dude, it's so crazy. So I couldn't find the uh, the revenue for, for their courses, but I'm going to guess it's like under a mil or All about right. a mil. I'm, I'm um, going to guess. Your ideas are always on the pulse. So I'll say about a month ago, maybe two months ago, we're at work thinking about places we would retire. So, you know, we're thinking about the places where tax havens such as, you know, Florida, places like that. But then I think Portugal made its way in there and everyone kind of loved it. (laughs) It was one of those places where um, Matt D, he was like, he said, once you're there, you know, you can navigate through Europe very easy, low level of crime, very, very safe to walk the street, relatively inexpensive to, I guess, live there. So your money goes a little farther. And I guess you can, I don't know about the access to good health care, but either way, it's I was it's stuck in my head. I, it's, the only issue for me is I don't know how black people are treated there or well, what the it would family, be like the family that moved is black what black oh Ooh. yeah our rich journey um they're huge in the fire movement uh they're pretty well known uh, they have a pretty big youtube channel 
oh, I'm going to uh, go check it out now. Yeah. So what they did, I could be wrong in some things, but they, uh, they started um, saving up money, putting it in index funds, but really they got their main source of cash flow from real estate, buying real estate okay. in America. Okay. And then they, they just rented out those houses, saved up. They got two kids. And then a few years ago, they moved to Portugal because Portugal is really friendly to expats. Yeah. They want people to start their businesses there. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they give a lot of tax breaks to expats. So that's why the move to Portugal is really popular. Plus, it's like not that far from the States. It's like flying from New York to Cali. Like that's how long the flight is to, yeah. to Portugal. Right. Uh, so they they're like always pumping content on like oh index funds and some a little bit of real estate, but I believe they made the majority of their cash flow from real estate at first to be able to retire early, and then they put a lot of that in index funds, and then this is, they moved. See, I'm glad you brought this up. This is good. I'm gonna definitely check out their channel because that was my yeah. only concern. And I, after we had the conversation, I went up to Matt. D. I was like, you know what? I just wonder what it's like. And I said, it probably, uh, it may have no effect because I'm thinking retirement, you know, I'm old, doesn't really matter. I'm walking the streets, doing little things here and there, <laughs> you know, going to the market, but this is good. This is good. And, it, and they're young. They're young. They're, I think in their high thirties, potentially early forties, but I, I could be wrong. I uh, probably early forties. Okay, cool. cool, but cool they cool. retired like many years ago. Nice. Um, nice. But, nice. Now it looks like they're getting cash flow from YouTube content creation right. courses. So like you said, yeah, this course, this course, I mean, people are thinking Portugal, especially when yeah. you talk safety. If once people say, oh, this is safe, it's safe, it's safe, and it's not too expensive to live, why not? Why not try it? You know? Yeah, there should why be not? a service like catered to, you know, where should I retire? Like what yeah. country's the best? Break that down. Um, Sweet. I feel like yeah, that would be a great service. That would be an excellent service. I have an idea here living in New York. I don't know if it's simply the fact that we have more phones, but they're just catching more and more footage of madness going on on the streets to just pedestrians on the train where it's just attacks <laughs> left and right. There has to be, I'm thinking... And I couldn't, and I did a quick brainstorm on some kind of personal protective device aside, aside from pepper spray, yeah. <laughs> aside from a knife, aside yeah. from pepper spray that is effective, but doesn't, if got into the wrong hands of the wrong person, yeah. couldn't be used against you. Cause that's the problem. Yeah. You know, that's the problem at the end of the day. Like a defense. Some, something. The thing with that is like, no one would really look for it. Um, usually, unless they've been attacked before, usually from my experience. And right, but, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'll, I'll mention it after. So like, like a lot of people can, can talk, can say like, oh, oh my God, all these, all this craziness. But usually from what I've seen, if they have never mm. been attacked or if they were like, not even close to being attacked, like they won't take self-defense seriously right but on the flip side as someone who's been attacked many times <laughs> <on the> street, <laughs> when i was younger yeah. um 
so I I know like of I know of weapons. I don't right. carry any, but right. Um, I also know that, like, just an example, like all the craziness during the pandemic, and then the riots and all that, and then all this glass shattering of all these storefronts. We were like walking around, and it was a scary sight. Uh, yeah. Just like you just feel like the the city's burning. And then uh, I knew that if I got my wife a weapon, she would not practice with it. Right. And so I was like, okay, let me get like a, like, like one of those high, high sounding alarms. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is. And, uh, and a really high output, um, like a small, but really high output uh, flashlight. Okay. So you could beam it in, like there's a strobe function, so it really hurts the eyes. And even then I was like, you have to practice taking it out. You have to practice, like practice pulling the alarm at the same time, taking out the flashlight and really knowing where your exits are. I'll tell you this, and I want to speak on two things that (laughs) what you just, on what you just said. So people are ordering them at work girls in bulk they're getting someone who works in who lives in jersey they're shipping it there and then they're distributing it so it's the fear they didn't they weren't attacked they did not get attacked but it's the fear of everything they see and media does that it's almost like marketing to a sense or a degree so you're seeing it more you're getting more and more scared and then you push the button on amazon to eventually buy it and oh, i'm assuming this is uh like a taser no this is not a taser this is all pepper spray for the most part when i said push the button i'm talking on, on amazon they eventually they reach a point like they were they've never been attacked but they just see it see it and the fear builds up where they feel like i just need something to protect myself and they say let me just have this in my pocket they probably walk around like you said but just holding it if they're nerd but you're right until it happens and if you don't practice you just you're not going to do it you're not going to be able to do it you're going to miss yeah. <laughs> you know and and, and most then, times it's buried in with the keys or if it's not, it's buried bag. in the purse. Right. And it's like, it's way too late. And to speak on the practice, the practice part, it makes me think I haven't been following it, but the more and more people talk about the shooting that happened in the school, the people, I guess they, they, it took them a long time to go in or they weren't, they weren't prepared. And it's really hard to prepare for that moment where someone's going to do something that big and that surprising where that's what SWAT teams are for to some degree, you know, because that's in their mind, they almost live for it. But to have the average cop or police force, they're not, they're thinking, well, is it going to be me? Am I going to get shot? (laughs) Versus let me go in and do what I have to do. And it takes a lot of practice a lot of practice like you said so that's why i was thinking there has to be something else we need something besides pepper spray yeah i agree the only thing i can think of and it takes me back to my childhood of like a smoke screen you press like you, you throw something on the floor and a big smoke screen like batman yeah it's like batman some crazy thing like that um because i can't think of something that'll you know 
gets you out of there invisible gone or gets the person in a situation where it, it gives you time to escape or knocks them out whatever whatever it is yeah i feel like the best yeah i feel like a weapon kind of <laughs> because no lots of people don't even practice with it they don't right. they won't take it seriously um or serious enough to practice with it and not bury it with all the keys and and the purses i think the best thing to do if someone were to take it seriously is just really take self de- self-defense classes you're right and not even self-defense but probably like some mixed martial arts mma and to just get out of certain positions and to just be really mindful i agree I say that and I haven't done it, but you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. All you do, all you need is maybe two or three moves that'll at least make the person question. <laughs> right now, most most people use the, if you're going to act crazy, I'm going to act crazy. But some people, are just, it's who's, that is a who's crazier type of thing. All right. We're running out of time here. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Any, uh, yeah, let's, let's close this up. Any last, uh, last words? Um, I don't have a quote. I did have a quote for the interview we were, we were going to do. So I'm just going to save it for that simple, clean, but I would say this plastics, 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 big industry. I mean, people are trying to figure out a way to eliminate it um, in the hospital everything every package you open is a thousand pieces of plastic if we can find a way to eliminate that it's a big market or will be a big market in the future i did mention it on the one of my podcasts i said it's like you know it's it's a lot of waste in hospitals like all the committee meetings that we have huge market though something to look into i don't know what the alternatives are but definitely i don't know if i said this quote before but if i did i'll say it again okay uh i heard this from jack butcher this guy some guy online twitter twitter guru <laughs> he said if you're not happy on the plane you won't be happy on the beach that's true that is absolutely true <laughs>